0: let's talk is brought to you by the star quest production network and is made possible by our many generous patrons if you'd like to support the podcast please visit sqpn.com slash give and we're live with let's talk the sqpn community podcast i'm don bettinelli and today i'm joined by Lindsay sant hello Lindsay. Hi Dom, and even though I'm over in Australia, I can still say good morning in the time zone that I'm in. Exactly, <laughs> it's, it's good morning from the future on Tuesday, but, uh, yes. <laughs> but for you can still say it's still a good morning for us too. And also joining us is Thomas Inero. Hi Thomas. Hi Dom, how's it going? Very well, thanks, uh, folks. This is the SQPN Community Podcast. Let's talk that uh, we're doing as a special right now. And if you, we're here to provide a little light, a little levity, and uh, we gather around the the community coffee pot. Uh, every weekday morning, for some ideas on how to spend our time, and just to catch up with one another and see what's going on, and uh, we really are enjoying this time together. Uh, if you'd like to stay connected with us, you can catch us on Facebook uh, live each weekday, ten thirty a.m. Eastern, seven thirty Pacific, twelve thirty Melbourne time right now, because you guys switch yes, your yes. clocks uh, <laughs> ahead for because it's spring for us. Uh, <laughs> do you guys still <laughs> go ahead move ahead even though it's fall for you? Uh, yeah,
1: so we get an extra hour this time around, and this is our favorite one because we get an extra hour of sleep as well.
0: So how do you remember that? Because we always remember to spring ahead, fall back. I, that would all be backwards for me then. I don't know how I would remember.
1: Dom, <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm part of the lazy generation
0: now. I just have my iPhone, and it just changes automatically overnight. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's right. This is true. And uh, anyway, so if so, you can watch us live, and you can listen to the Let's Talk podcast feed in audio or you could go to the SQPN YouTube channel and watch the video. So I, I just want to highlight a couple of things that are coming up this week on uh, SQPN. Today, we have a great episode. We talked about it on Friday, but we have a great episode coming up today on American Catholic history uh, on the great American baseball player Yogi Berra, who is just uh, full of great sayings and is uh, an interesting Catholic American, that's for sure. Uh, and uh, also, let me see what else we got going here. Uh, we've got uh a, a star trek uh breaking the ice uh episode of uh enterprise we've got a secrets of dr who coming up which um just looking here at the uh queue of uh let's see I'm trying to see where the oh i don't have it listed but anyway we've got a great talk to coming up today uh we've got um raising the so, bets where Melly and i talk about a palmless sunday we'll we'll talk about that in a second and uh, on Friday, good Friday, the episode that we'll be releasing with uh, Jimmy Aiken's Mysterious World is on reincarnation, which is an interesting mm-hmm. topic that we that Jimmy chose for the for Holy Week. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Resurrection, <laughs> reincarnation, they're different anyway. So those are some some things. Coming up. But was also a, a Catholics of Oz episode coming up. Uh, Lindsay, wh- what are you guys going to be talking about this week? Yeah, so um,
1: even though it's it's happened a little while ago now, we wanted to talk about Pope Francis's ubi at orbi blessing. We were really inspired by it, um, and we were discussing about how um, it was a somber moment, but it was also a very hopeful moment as well. So we we had a discussion about that. Uh, we also talked about a Catholic priest here in Melbourne who uh, wrote an article about tips about how to be productive when you're working at home and he used some quotes from saints to do that. So uh, we went through that too. And we had a couple of other topics. Our good friend, Lino Sabal joined us this time round as well. So we decided to make it a bit of a casual episode, no segments, just take it easy and pretend that we're gathering for Easter, like a family would and have a bit of a laugh and a, a bit of a chat about it too.
0: Very nice. Yes. That'll be out uh, on uh, Holy Saturday for us. It'll be Easter Sunday for you when that, when that drops, but uh, be sure to subscribe and check that out folks. So uh it is Holy Week and I'd love to throw it to you guys that you know how are you planning to spend Holy Week with your family Thomas do you have any special ways that you know since we can't go to the cathedral anything special that you're planning to do for the family for Holy Week
2: not really. We've been um, watching mass and, uh, you know, we're making sure that we do that together as a family. Uh, my daughter has snuck off a couple of times to try and do the daily mass without us. <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> she's just ahead of things. But uh, but we, we have been trying to bring everybody together and keep us together. Uh, but really, it's just kind of we're, uh, you know, the home church is what we're really focusing on.
0: OK. okay. How about you, Lindsay? Anything special?
1: Yeah in that vein we've been doing some similar things too. Um I I'm really big on symbols so I saw a post that someone had put on Facebook about putting palms on your door and I don't have any palms here but uh, I did on Saturday night before uh, the night before Palm Sunday, I was out in the front yard at about eight pm. in the dark, <laughs> ripping branches off trees. I managed to put something nice on the front door and uh, with a with a cross in the middle. So I'm just looking for um, symbols that I can put up, especially so my kids can see them and, and appreciate Holy Week that way. But definitely the the daily mass on TV from our our parish priest, Father Michael as well. so mm-hmm. shout out to him for the good work that he's doing. Um, but and uh, I saw another post on Facebook. Um, a priest somewhere recommended. We, we can't have the Easter fire in our homes, but maybe we can put up our Christmas lights on <laughs> our house as well to represent the light of Christ. So I thought that was a good one. I might see if I can get away with that.
0: Yeah. I, one thing what Melly and I were talking about was on on Holy Saturday for the vigil, before we watch it, because I think we'll try to watch an Easter vigil. I'm not sure which one yet. Uh, we we actually might try to get it like our fire pit and start a little fire, turn mm. out all the lights in the house, yeah. start a little fire, and maybe get some candles and have a little – ceremony of of lighting the candle the the easter light uh the light of christ and then uh from there you know we also talking about doing maybe uh, some kind of state some kind of stations of the cross on our friday of just us around the house and a veneration of the cross uh you know the things we would normally want to go to our our church to do but we're going to try to get them uh do them here at home so i think that's Mm -hmm. and then we'll try to like you said we'll watch uh the streaming mass as the the, the the holy thursday and um at least the vigil probably easter sunday morning since we're not doing much else <laughs> we won't we'll be going over to, to family so that's probably so uh Lindsay, you said you cut uh some green greenery for palm sunday that that's uh a nice way to do it we didn't have we have anything green yet here where we are so we ended up reusing yet last year's palms which are you know kind of right. yellowed and Uh, And and all but they worked. They worked. Thomas, you you are in a land where where greenery grows and green palms grow. Did you have green palms? We we didn't manage
2: to get there. Our church had them out, but they were taken before we could get to them. Oh, (laughs) wow. Yeah. Our church had left left uh, many of them out in the parking lot. But by the time we watched the mass, which is about midday yesterday, um, they were all gone.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. That's well, I'm I'm glad that people were able to get fresh new. Yes. Yeah. But uh, oh, I mean, good. you you have palms like bushes growing in yeah, your I yard. Yeah, could, I could walk outside in palms at the Yeah, you're, uh, you're being in Florida, where they, where they yeah, they Florida, grow. Florida, yeah. they're they're all over the place. <laughs> yeah, i i used to I used to work at a Christian books su- store, uh, which uh, in church supply, and so we we actually sell palms to churches. And so I was I became very familiar with. They don't come from palm trees in the U.S. Generally, mm-hmm. they usually come from bushes that grow. You know, and and they come from the ones we got were from Texas, but uh, but the, so yeah. uh, it's very different. Um, anyway, so let's uh, I, I move on to uh, talk about I have my T-shirt of the day, and I don't really know if I have to stand up, but I uh, I'll stay up a little bit anyway. But it's my uh, Star Wars shirt. It's a uh, <laughs> it's not a mashup, but it's my FN two one eight seven. Shirt uh, in honor of Finn, the stormtrooper, and it's even got the uh, three the, the the blood marks on it. The with yeah, it, nice. from his helmet <laughs> from Force Awakens. So, uh, in honor of Finn, uh, everyone's favorite stormtrooper, uh, who actually can uh, obviously shoot better. I, I've noticed that in uh, the uh, in the Rise of Skywalker, his shooting is a lot better than most stormtroopers. So. It's <laughs>
2: It's because he took off the helmet.
0: Exactly. You can actually <laughs> That's see. Right. You'd say better, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I can see what I'm shooting at. This is amazing. <laughs> All right, so let's move on quickly to our uh, picks, uh, our recommendations of the day. Lindsay, you've got an interesting one. Uh, why don't you uh, throw that up there? Yeah, sure.
1: Um, So my pick um, is a book that was published in 2010 by an Australian Jesuit priest. His name is Father Richard Leonard, and it's got a provocative title. The title is Where the Hell is God? So the title actually comes from his reflections on a tragic moment in the life of his sister, Tracy. She'd been working in Calcutta with Mother Teresa, and then she came back to Australia to work with poor Indigenous uh, people in their communities in Northern Territory. But she was in a serious car accident and it left her quadriplegic. So Father Richard, uh, very early in his priesthood, was uh, in the hospital with his mother in the Northern Territory, waiting to see Tracy to to see how she was going. And his mother was uh, saying things like, well, you know, Tracy's been doing good things for God. She's worked with Mother Teresa. She had big plans you know, to help other people. Where the hell is God in all of this? And so the question became the launching point for Father Richard's reflections on how God operates in our lives in what he calls our Good Friday moments or the darkest moments that we experience. So he explores uh, this idea and he he says that it's in the realm of speculative theology. He's talking about his life experience and where God is in all of this. But what he was trying to get across is that there's a loving God who accompanies us through pain and suffering. So when his sister's accident happened, he was offered... Um, maybe some unhelpful um, counsel, Mm -hmm. people said things like, well, you know, maybe Tracy offended God and, you know, this accident was punishment for that. Um, Or people said, don't worry, Tracy's life will be better when she's in heaven. And he he was wrestling with this. And what he said was that he didn't like the image of a God who set up evil in our lives and then watched from a distance as we suffered and then died and then swept in to save us. So he explained that he can't reconcile that version of God with the person of Jesus who who walked with us in history. He said that incarnated Jesus in his life on earth didn't send storms or fires or cause people to become blind or cause people to get sick with leprosy. And he certainly didn't hurt or punish people who were in opposition to him. But he says that Jesus's actions on earth represent the way that God relates to us now. So he said that even though Jesus has some tough teachings, he ultimately was preaching God's justice, his compassion, his love, and his forgiveness. So the next step then was that he wanted to address um, how God accompanies us during um, earthquakes. He uses Australia's bushfires as an example, Mm. and we could even apply it to the crisis that we're going through now. But what he says is that God is not actually in those things. God is in the response to those things. So I was thinking of um, some great Catholic apologists, one who also appears on this network as well. (laughs) And they've answered this question by saying that God could allow evil so that good might come of it. (laughs) And in this same vein, Father Leonard cites examples um, of his sister receiving outpourings of love and support um, from many other people. He also cited examples how after the bushfires we've experienced here, the Australian community is extremely generous in donating money and giving goods and helping people rebuild their lives as well. He wanted to talk about the role of prayer, and I think this is probably the most interesting part of the book. He said that there are many people who say that, you know, prayer is a waste of time. It doesn't achieve anything. It doesn't change anything. Um, and we as Catholics would disagree that prayer is useless. Um And he would also talk about how there are Catholics who say, you know, I left the faith because God didn't listen to my prayers. But he says that maybe we have a fundamental misunderstanding of prayer. Um, If we base our idea of prayer, prayer on the idea that we can change God, maybe we're missing the point. But the point should be that when we pray, we're actually asking God to change us. And then prayer starts to make more sense. So in this way of praying, we're asking God to do what he did as the person of Jesus as well, to accompany us, to fill us with grace, and then to help us turn our prayers into meaningful actions. So we have that faith and works component then. So he's written a book about a God who is very aware of our suffering, is profoundly interested in us as individuals, and who accompanies us in every part of our life, and then asks us to do the same with others as well. Um, It's not a long read. It's only about 70 pages long. And um, it's not the be-all and end-all on this topic of God and our suffering, but I think it makes a really solid contribution, and I'd highly recommend anyone who's listening to pick up a copy and be challenged by it as well.
0: Cool. We'll have a link in the show notes to that. Uh, there's also a uh, link to an interview he did uh, with uh, Australian Radio on, uh, on on this topic as well. So we'll put those in the show notes at sqpn.com. Excellent. Those, that sounds really, really good. And at 70 pages, you could definitely read it this week.
2: Yeah, I yep. second that Second that recommendation and the follow-up, uh, Why Bother Praying. Both excellent books.
0: Awesome. Great. Great. Thomas, what's uh, what's on your mind today?
2: So mine, mine kind of dovetails into the same concept. I actually wanted to come on the show with Lindsay to talk about this because um, I've been really getting into reading um, Stoic texts, ancient Stoic texts. So we're talking about... Greek, the Greek version of Stoicism, not the modern conception of, you know, the, the placid, immovable, un, unemotional person. But right. um, in ancient Stoicism, it was about uh, coming to terms with what made emotions. So learning, you know, what inside yourself made emotions and being able to realize that uh, the events in our lives aren't what cause us problems, but our judgments about those events. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that as I'm learning more and more about it, I'm learning that a good deal of Catholic thought is actually based on stoicism. So if you've mm-hmm. ever wondered why we have seven cardinal sins and seven cardinal virtues, which are, the virtues are the real things that we're talking about, uh, faith, hope, and charity are the three that Jesus gave us. And then Aquinas pulled in the four concepts, the four core concepts of stoicism to add to that list. So temperance, mm-hmm. wisdom. And now I'm blanking on the other two as I'm I'm on here (laughs) talking (laughs) about them. Uh, Wisdom, temperance, uh, and justice, and and fortitude. Yeah. Yeah. And so those those are the um they're the core principles of Stoicism that he brought over from the Stoic uh, philosophers like Epictetus and um, Seneca, Marcus Aurelius. And he he said these are so important as as humanistic principles that they belong inside of the Catholic faith. And so that's why we have those uh, seven virtues instead of just the three that uh, that we had from the Bible. And my recommendation on this is there's a book called The Practicing Stoic Philosophical User's Manual by Ward Farnsworth, who is a a UT grad like me. And. it's an excellent walk through all of the ancients. And so he brings in Seneca, he brings in Epictetus, he brings in uh, a lot of Aurelius. um, And it's just kind of a tracking of the the core principles and uh, references back to the original texts that brought them up.
0: Mm. Excellent. Cool. All right. So two great texts there for you and uh, something to read. Uh, I will also offer something to read. Uh, It being Holy Week, I will recommend... Pope Benedict's book, Jesus of Nazareth, Holy Week, from the entrance into Jerusalem to the resurrection. It's a great meditation. Uh, Mel-, Mel and I talk about it on Raising the Bets this week. But uh, basically, Pope Benedict has two modes. He is the uh, philosopher who is, if you're an academic, you understand. And if you're not, it's really <laughs> Uh But the, then he's also the pastor where he speaks yeah. in beautiful language that is accessible to, it's still intelligent and erudite, but it's, it's accessible to everyone. And so uh, this is the latter, and definitely recommend it. And uh, we'll put links to all those in the show notes. Uh, we should wrap it up here. And uh, so let's. we'd like to take a moment to thank our patrons who make it possible for us to create Let's Talk. Their generous donations at sqpn.com slash give. Make it possible for us to continue Let's Talk and all the shows at StarQuest. You can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. So that's it from us. We'd love to hear from you. Well, what do you think? Uh, what do you have to recommend? What do you think of the topics we've discussed? Uh, you can contact us by visiting sqpn.com or the StarQuest Facebook page, facebook.com slash Media, or send an email to Talk at sqpn.com. And until next time, Thomas Sanerho, thank you for joining me on Let's Talk. It was great to be here. And Lindsay Sant, thank you as well. Thanks,
1: Dom. It was a pleasure.
0: And once again, I'm Dom Bettinelli. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk on StarQuest.